0: This call is being recorded.
1: Hello, and welcome to my show, Searching for Integrity. My name really is John Smith, and I'm searching for people with integrity. Why? Because our country suffers from IDD, Integrity Deficit Disorder. We have as our guest today Rebecca Vigas? Yes. Very good. Had a 50-50 chance of getting that one, right? Who is the author of many books. And when I say many, I mean many. She's known as the writer whisperer, writing coach. Rebecca, are you there? I'm here. Very good. This is. Uh, I noticed that you you trademarked the, Rider Whisperer. Yes. That, and that's wasn't so hard to do, was it?
0: Um. Yes and no. Um. It, the expense of a trademark is astronomical, which I didn't know when I got into it. And if you miss a deadline, it's considered a dead trademark and. You're out of luck, so you'll notice it's not a registered trademark; it's uh-huh. just
1: trademarked i see I see um I had a trademark once, and i you know I did it myself. I figured I didn't need a lawyer,
0: uh-huh,
1: yeah, and, you know, just basically a government form um but you had to do some convincing along the way. I'm pretty sure you had to, had to do that too, yes. Um, I counted on Amazon the number of books. You've got 15 books on Amazon. That's fantastic.
0: Thank you. Um, you have no idea how many more are rolling around in my head screaming to get out.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, that's what happened with my book. It took me 30 years, but it was screaming for me to get out. You know, It was a long time.
0: Yeah, and sometimes they do take a long time. Um, I have a schedule of books I want to have written by the year 2029, and I keep adding to the list. Mhm. It's like, um, Lord, can't take me till I'm done writing.
1: <laughs> well, now as a writing coach, I would guess you probably enjoy that, and probably are sometimes annoyed by that. Is that true?
0: That is very true. Um, I like to take writers who who really want to write and at least try their hand at it. And if you're willing to work, I'm willing to work with you. But if we're going weeks at a time and you're not making any progress, it's like I want to bang my head against my desk and say, do you want to do this or not? You're paying money.
1: Right.
0: Um, Yeah. That kind of makes me crazy. Um, And then I have the people who, you know, they're paying a weekly fee, and I have a Zoom meeting with them once a week on the day of their choice, at the time of their choice, Mm -hmm. and they either don't show up for the meeting or they start trying to call me every single day and want a Zoom meeting. And it's like, you're not paying for that.
1: Aha, I see.
0: <laughs> I mean, when, when we have a contract, we have a contract for what I will provide and what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And so those that follow the contract and are plugging along
1: mm-hmm.
0: are getting a, be- a much better response than those who are trying to be in my face every day all the time. Mm-hmm. Because I have other things I do Besides write, coach, Um, I picked up a side hustle. I do paparazzi jewelry. Um, But I also have a house to maintain, a lawn to mow. I mean, the everyday stuff that comes into life. There's no one to do it for me. So I have to do these things. And it's like I cannot spend every hour of every day or two or three times a day, taking a phone call to go over the same stuff I've gone over four or five times already.
1: Well, I can imagine myself on the phone being you and listening to these uh, um, would-be authors and I can hear them going, but, 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 uh, 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 I have this, you gotta know about it."
0: it. It sounds like that sometimes, it sounds like a a broken record where it's just hitting that, you know, it's hitting that little scratch in the vinyl, and it's not going any farther.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Have, oh, uh, some of you... your
0: audience may not know about vinyl records, right?
1: <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, when, when you look at some people sometime and you ask, uh, what is an album, anyway?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I have a bunch of those carry over As from I. my
1: teenage years. Sure. Now, let me see, can you d- differentiate uh, whether these writers would be writers, I'll say. Uh, were they writing novels or were they non-fiction?
0: Uh, most of them were writing novels.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: okay. One was writing a novel but using her own background Mm -hmm. as the basis for the novel. Mm -hmm. Um, She was writing about incest and abuse. Mm -hmm. And rather than have people come back at her and say, well, I know you were writing about yourself, she changed the character to be a male.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And... Her writing is phenomenal, really, but she's always looking for get rich quick schemes, and doesn't spend enough time writing
1: Mhm okay,
0: and by her okay. choice, we have parted ways, and that's fine i'm I'm good with that.
1: Let um, me ask you um, once you get I want you to have coached enough that you've now got something to work with in terms of a product that, that one of your uh, students has. Um, do you then um, try to educate the, the, the author, would-be author, about um, self-publishing, um, publishing companies, um, those kinds of things. Do you try to inform them of that?
0: Uh, Yes, I do. Um, I got caught with a vanity press when I first started writing,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um, my poetry book, only a start and beyond Mm -hmm. went through a vanity press and then foolish me put the book. So you think you want to be a mommy, which is a self-help book for tweens and teens and their parents. Um, went through the same vanity press, not realizing I'm not getting any publicity with these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first novel secrets also went through there. Um, mm-hmm. Secrets is in its second edition um, through someone entirely different and um, was nominated for award, an award in 2019 Um it did not make the top 10 but the fact that it was nominated for this award is a big deal because I had not submitted it I don't know who did Um, evidently somebody found it on Amazon and Reddit and they submitted it Uh and it was like I have no idea who this anonymous person is I can't thank them Hmm. but the result was I ended up being a coaching student of Kerry Oberbrunner, um, who is considered a guru in his field, um, his idea is to ignite souls to uh, be the best that they can be and bring out um, the best in them so that they can share it with other people. And he's extremely successful. Um I was one of his coaching students. I still do things with the igniting Souls tribe. Um, I've been to his two thousand nineteen conference um I went in support of a friend of mine who did make the top ten in her field, and that's when we found out that if you were not a part of Igniting Souls and published through um the Author Academy, that um, you had no chance of winning anyway,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. which is is kind of disheartening Mm -hmm. to those of us who who know they have a decent book, but it's not really getting recognition for having been written in 21 days, you know, things like that. Mm Mm-hmm um and yet my friend has several awards under her belt for her novel. Mm. It's currently mm. um being shopped as a screenplay.
1: I see. So yeah, okay. she's
0: definitely award-winning material.
1: Mhm.
0: Um I won an award for a later book, uh Mystery Book of the Year for 2013 with crossing the line, which had to do with bullying when kids cross the line and they're doing stuff that's illegal Mm. in order to bully somebody. And a lot of times they don't realize it is Mm
1: -hmm. until they
0: get caught.
1: Until it's too late.
0: Yeah, and the consequences, um, depending on the judge you get and how they feel about bullying, um, vary. Mm -hmm. There's no set consequence for, you know, taking pictures and photoshopping them onto nude bodies. So Mm -hmm. you have the person's head in somebody else's body. So there's a lot of that that kids don't know. That's not legal, especially not when you're spreading it around the Internet.
1: Yeah, things have changed.
0: Yes, they have. Um, And in some ways, not for the better. Right. Right. But um but yeah. Um I was a teacher for 28 and a half years and I taught special education for 22 of them. Mm-hmm. I had kindergarten through 8th grade. And I told my 7th and 8th grade students I said you can be or do anything you want to do. I said as far as I'm concerned, all education is special. Your brain just works different from everybody else. It doesn't make you stupid, it doesn't make you dumb, it doesn't make you retarded, it just makes your brain different. And you have to learn different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was at the wedding of a former student a couple of years ago. Um this coming July. And I had walked up to him at the reception to congratulate him. And he puts his arm around me and he says to the friend next to him, he said, this woman made me everything I am because she told me I could be or do whatever I wanted to do. And she never let me forget that she believed I could. Mm -hmm. And he says, I'm a truck driver. But I paid for my trucking education, I bought a house, I married the woman of my dreams today, Mm -hmm. and it's all her fault. (laughs) I said, don't lay this on me, you did the work. (laughs) But it's nice to know that, you know, sometimes all it takes is believing in somebody for them to step up.
1: And and sometimes it takes that just uh, to do it.
0: It it takes someone believing that you can write something worth reading, mm-hmm. and encourage you to do that. I don't take a fine toothed editing comb through anybody's work until it's done. We're working on putting it together. Now, if it's something really glaring that's going to, you know, mess the story up or everybody in the world is going to see this, I might point it out to them. But I'm not doing line-by-line editing while I'm coaching. Right. Because then you get so hung up on doing edits that you never write anymore.
1: Right. Right. They are different. So
0: if you were looking for a line-by-line editor, I can recommend a couple, but I'm not it.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Do you uh, – I assume you have your your website, and uh, do you have – if my audience is interested, would do they, you have pricing on there? Describing I do
0: not, because I'm not out to break anybody's bank. I could – Flip you know x amount for three thousand dollars. I don't do that right now. um you can hire me for a hundred dollars a week because it's hard to start writing mm-hmm. and somewhere down the road, writing's gonna cost you money mm-hmm. before you ever make a dime. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. You are going to pay for a book designer. You are going to pay for someone to put your interior together and create your ebook. Because if you take the time out to learn how to do all that stuff, you are mm-hmm. no longer writing. You've moved into something else.
1: Right.
0: And so a writer writes... And to get, I hire someone to do my book covers. Um, I hire someone to do my setup for my ebook, and I also get them to make me a cover for an audio book because at some point I really want to put out audio books mm-hmm. um, and MP4 downloads, so that people who don't have time to read, can at least listen.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And those things cost money. Right. So your coach doesn't need to break the bank. I went through a business coach and it cost me $2,000 for... 18 weeks. I went through a writing coach... It cost me $5,000 for a year. And I'm tired of paying to be coached. What I was sure. looking for was how to market more than how to write. The writing I got down, um, I- I've studied that enough that I think I can handle the writing p- It's the marketing. If I can Mm -hmm. do live book sales at um, independent bookstores or any place else that's having authors come in, the library, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I do wonderfully. I can sell books like crazy. Mm -hmm. I have a following that buys my books, and they're chomping at the bit already for the next one to come out. Seriously, (laughs) I just launched a book in March. This is April, and you're already asking me for the next book? (laughs) It's ready. It's just um, I'm going through some um, growing pains here as to how I'm going to publish this one. So um, I've learned. Good for you. Well, I ran a, a small press. I had four authors and myself. And I paid for all of their, a, a good small press, a good real publisher, pays for your book cover, for your book setup, for your ebook book setup, gets you onto Amazon if nowhere else, um Ingram Smart um uh, Ingram if they if they're really good and they pay for that, which is why they take part of your royalties. And you'll see about twenty percent. Okay. When I did this, I took care of all of that, getting them on Amazon because I wasn't smart enough to know about Ingram at the time.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And Amazon takes 40% off the top. So you're only getting 60% of your royalties. I gave my authors 60% of that 60%... And I kept 40 to cover expenses. And I had all but one author who did not make enough money to cover the expenses when I closed okay. the business. I see. I had three other authors that their books blew out of the water. Now, did I just pick the right authors? I don't know. They found me.
1: Right.
0: So it wasn't like I was out going, please come to my author site. Please, (laughs) please. I didn't do that. Um, And I I did. I had an author site or a website for my publishing company on Mm -hmm. Facebook, and I did link all of their books. All of my books were all linked to... um, Amazon, from my Facebook page, we didn't get any sales, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: not from Facebook. Our sales came from book signings, Um, any speaking engagement I came, I went to, my books were at the back, Um, things like that, just not... I didn't rely on the website itself because if you're an unknown, the website doesn't care. And now my books go through Ingram Spark, which means yes, they're carried on Amazon, but they're also carried around the world. And I have people in the UK, in Germany, in Italy, in Australia who are buying my books. I didn't have that with Amazon. I had Australia and the UK, right? but I didn't have anybody Mm. else in the US. I didn't have anybody else.
1: Mm.
0: I have people in Canada buying my books. That's good. I mean, um, and it, and it's nice and I get feedback from people. I don't even know who've read my books and love my books. And I'm going, just put an Amazon review out there, will you? Mm-hmm. That's all I ask. Just write an Amazon mm-hmm. review.
1: Right.
0: And so, um, yeah, no, I don't make the Amazon bestseller list. I don't care. If my books are out there and they're changing a life, that's mm-hmm. all I care about. If they're bringing somebody, entertainment. I wrote a book called Out of the Flames, and it had to do with arson. And I knew nothing about arson when I started the book, other than it was an illegal fire started. I spent three months researching arson before I could finish the book. Mm
1: Mm-hmm
0: friend of mine who was a chief of police, or chief of the fire department um, in our hometown, said, you nailed this. And you didn't even call me and you nailed this. And I'm going, oops. <laughs> I called another friend that was a firefighter.
1: Right.
0: Um, never even thought to call him. But the point is, firefighters can read it and know this is how it happens. And that's what I, I need them to be authentic so that when you read it, you know, this is how it happens.
1: Let me, uh, let me describe a project I've been thinking about. And it is, uh, it's a spinoff of uh, my, my book, Embracing the Abyss. I believe that most of my listeners are, are aware of my book, uh, Embracing the Abyss. And uh, I looked at the, uh, the challenge that, that Jack uh, Canfield gave us in that room, and I came up with something I thought that might be worthwhile, and I want to see what you think about it okay Um, first i i wonder i i didn't have a very good launch with with my embracing the abyss uh, except uh, among friends Um, what i didn't do was prepared uh, for marketing uh, at that time Um, embracing the abyss i'm thinking about whether or not i should I'm not going to say clean it up a little bit because it's, I think it's, I'm told it's well-written. It's a good story. Um, but I wonder if I would relaunch or should relaunch as a revised or a second edition. What What do you think about something like that?
0: Um, you could do either. And in a second edition, you can revise. So if there's something that you wanted to change, you could very well do that. Um I haven't gotten very far into it. I like what I'm seeing so far um so I'm not sure once I get into it how much you might want to change. but a second edition is always great, and you can always relaunch your book
1: okay now with uh with a- here's a booster coming coming along uh the title Embracing the abyss uh I got the idea, I'm going to change it. And it's going to be embracing your abyss for the lonely, embracing your abyss for good and evil, innocent and guilty, abused, rich and poor, addicted. All of these are embracing your abyss. So it actually points out the audience or targets the audience for which um, you'd be writing to. Now, these are gonna be little books like the original chicken soup books. They're about six inches by five inches. And they're only 60, 70 pages in these little books. So each little book will have its own uh, title, which would be Embracing Your Abyss for caregivers for the needy for those that grieve you could go on and on and on creating these little books
0: absolutely you could now my question with this is are you going to write them all
1: oh probably not i'll write some but probably not
0: okay And and that's important to know because then you have to line up authors who can write on the topic of loss or addiction or poverty and how to get the heck out of it Um, or being extremely wealthy and, you know, not – Necessarily having to live as though it's a party every night, right because you right. don't um, not that I'm wealthy, but you don't have to party every night to prove that you have money
1: right That's in fact,
0: true. most millionaires um are the poorer house in the neighborhood <laughs> I mean it's always a nice looking house. But yeah. they drive the 8, 910 year old cars.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They don't need to show you that they have money.
1: I'd and like they invest for...
0: carefully. I mean, oh, yeah. re- read The Millionaire Next Door.
1: I'd like for you to uh, describe again for my listeners how they find you.
0: Okay. I am at RebeccaVigas.com and that's R-E-B-E-C-K-A V as in Victor I-G-U-S dot com. You can find me on LinkedIn. It's just Rebecca Vigas somewhere on LinkedIn. Um, And it's Again, the R-E-B-E-C-K-A spelling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Um, I'm on Facebook as Rebecca Vigas. I have a public page, Rebecca Vigas, the Writer Whisperer. Um, you can learn about um, writing because I do post my journal from Medium there, my blog at medium.com there. Um, I post updates on books that are coming out. Um, places I will be oh wait we're not going places yet um, if we ever get to go places again places I will be that you could find me um someplace in public um, not always free but sometimes and then um, that's about it because I'm not on Twitter anymore I wasn't using the account enough right. to make it worthwhile
1: Rebecca, I'd like to uh, thank you again for um, an informative session here, and uh, uh, I really appreciate you being on on the show with me.
0: Well, I appreciate you asking. This has
1: been a delight. And I'd like to thank my listeners again for tuning in to Searching for Integrity. So long, and happy trails to all.